Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive, transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips. Make a gift to our nonprofit ministry with a gift of $20 to provide 150 more people with redemptive storytelling, global perspective, and thoughtful podcasts. Give now at morect.com equip. This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of I Want to Matter. Your life is too short and too precious to waste. Written and narrated by New York Times bestseller Kathy Lee Gifford. Available now everywhere you get audiobooks. Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. And now, here's your host. Hello, this is Russell Moore, President of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention, sitting here in our Washington, D.C. offices, taking up an ethical dilemma today for our program, Questions and Ethics. How do we follow Christ? How does the kingdom of God inform the decisions that we make in our everyday lives? And here at Leland House, named for that great revolutionary era Baptist preacher and fighter for religious liberty, John Leland. I'm here with my colleague, Matthew Hawkins, here in the building today doing uh, all sorts of things, but we're going to stop for a minute and take an ethical question. Matt, what we got? Sure thing, Dr. Moore. This listener says, Dr. Moore, I have a friend who struggles with an addiction to prescription medication. Now, he always seems to and claims to be healed by God, but then ultimately regresses in this cycle. How should we address this? Mm, That's a really good question because so many churches are are facing this. People who are addicted to prescription pain medications and and those, uh, those sorts of things. I find that increasingly, wherever I go, we always hear, of course, about people who have loved ones who are addicted to alcohol or who are addicted to illegal drugs, meth or cocaine or something like that. But increasingly, I'm hearing about people who are addicted to prescription pain medications. And in some ways, that's a more insidious form of addiction because someone who is becoming involved in this is typically starting out in for very good good reasons. Now, there are exceptions, of course. There are people who are just out on the black market buying Vicodin or, or whatever it is that they can find in order to abuse it. But most people who become addicted, it seems to me, at least anecdotally in our circles, are people who have a legitimate pain issue. A doctor prescribes a prescription pain medication, and then they become unwittingly hooked and unwittingly addicted to that and, and wind up making very destructive choices. Scripture does, of course, speak to this when the Scripture tells us, do not become drunk with wine, this this language of, of drunkenness, of the altering of the mind, calling us to be sober, calling us to be aware. And also when the Scripture tells us not to allow anything to have mastery over us. So this is a moral issue. It is an ethical issue. And I think the interesting thing, Matt, about this listener's question is the way that this person is averting accountability. Now, it's one thing if someone says, yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on Percocet uh, every morning right before I drink my old crow, and that's none of your business. I'm going to keep doing it till Jesus comes. Now, that's obvious lack of repentance that we have in front of us. But most people, it seems to me, respond something like this guy does. 
I don't want to be doing this. I don't like to be doing this. And God has given me freedom over it. I'm healed. And then it happens again. One of the reasons I think this happens is because of the way that we tend to see temptation in the Christian life. Uh, we, We sometimes wrongly tend to see temptation as something that we can remove, that somehow we not only gain victory over temptation by overcoming it and not succumbing to it, but we gain victory over temptation by the absence of temptation. Scripture never promises you the absence of temptation. As a matter of fact, Jesus himself was tempted and was without sin. You are going to face temptation. The power of the Spirit is the overcoming of the temptation. It is not the removal of the temptation. So an easy sort of fix that says, oh, I, I had this key moment in my Bible study this morning where I realized I'm not going to be stuffing those Vicodin in my mouth anymore. I, I, I just I went to that prayer meeting tonight, and I've just decided the morphine pump is, is gone. I'm not going to use it anymore. Those are usually very, very easy fixes and illusory ways that can actually keep us from repenting. So what I would say to you with this person is to keep working with this person in your life. Maybe uh, maybe start adding other people to the conversation. Follow that Matthew 18 process within the, the local congregation. If you're a member of the same congregation, bringing this person toward discipline. And what I would be looking for is not for this person to say, yeah, you know, I just don't, I just don't want the pain pills anymore. That may happen, but that's not what repentance is necessarily. What you're looking for is someone who says, I'm willing to get whatever sort of help I need in order to be free from this. And then work with medical professionals and others in your community to try to get this person the help that he or she needs to get off of those uh, pain pills. It's a, it's a very common sort of uh, trap. It's a, it's a serious trap, but it is very common. This doesn't mean that this person is inordinately evil or inordinately weak. This can happen to anybody. But we need Galatians 6, the stronger to lift up the weaker and to help us along. That would be my word to you. All right, what's your question? Is there something that's on your mind, an ethical dilemma that you're facing in your family or in your church or in your neighborhood or in your school? Well, send me an email, questions at erlc.com, and we'll try to answer it here on Questions and Ethics. And we'll see you next time. Keep calm and walk the line. This episode is brought to you in part by the Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries podcast. Do you want to grow in your influence? Bow's episodes feature tips for leaders of any kind, from mentoring one woman to leading a ministry. Browse Bow's podcast at beyondordinarywomen.org.